0: Hey, greetings, fellow Slingers. Welcome back to the show. It's your trusted handler, Brian, welcoming you to another season of our Delta Green run through, Convergence. You know, when we did Under a Pale Moon, we finished off that season doing our epilogues episode. And it seemed to resonate very well with a lot of listeners out there. And so we thought we'd journey into this new season with our prologues. Before we begin, though, I want to remind everyone how they can get in touch with the show Head on over to Roll the Hard20 Podcast at gmail.com and drop me a line. I'd love to answer any questions or inquiries or just all around banter that you may want to have with me. Hey, I'm here for you guys. Also, don't forget our YouTube channel at Roll The Hard20. Go and leave us a comment there. I always try to get back to everybody as soon as possible and reply either in character as and or get one of my fellow hardslingers of your to answer back. Also Don't forget, leave us that five-star rating and review on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on. And you know what? This has gone on long enough. Let's just warm up our dice and top off our glass as Roll the Hard 20 podcast presents episode zero of our Convergence run through the prologues. Prologue, Agent Rice Corbin, aka Agent Salt of the ATF, you have a certain gift, a propensity to compartmentalize on the job, in your life, in your mind. It's been six months since New Orleans, six months since you saw and was forced to deal with the creature Randall Schaefer had summoned. And you know that any time you spend thinking about it, sends your mind down dark corridors. Hell, it seems like the moment you think you're making progress, reality turns upside down. It was just two days ago, as you were getting your morning coffee, a man seated across from you was reading the morning paper. In a folded section of the backside, almost as though it was meant for your eyes only, you notice a small column reporting that one of the paper's freelance reporters, an author by the pen name, Romeo Ramirez, was found deceased in his automobile. He'd been found early yesterday, parked on the thoroughfare, an empty bottle in one hand and a nine millimeter in the other. The final line stated, it's being reported as a suicide, case closed. The coffee shop around you begins to distort as your memories kick in, breaching the door, the beast in front of you, pulling the trigger under its chin, all the viscera. Agent Salt, make a sanity check, please.
1: 41 under 67.
0: Pass. You feel this, this wave of confusion begin to seep into your mind and as it begins to leave you find yourself outside the coffee shop you don't remember getting up nor going outside and you could feel the weight of the Glock 10 at your lower back and the S and W J frame weighing your leg down and you wonder are they enough You report back to your office, and the day goes by. At the end of the day, you go home. As you enter the kitchen, placing your keys on the counter, you see an unaddressed manila folder that wasn't there when you left this morning. Yet here it is in your house, a house you locked up before you left. the
1: fuck is this? I slowly reach for my my Glock, draw it from its holster, begin to look around the kitchen, and then start clearing rooms throughout the home. I'm a little paranoid considering what I just went through the last six months, wondering who's in my house? How did this get here? So I go through, clear the rest of the home, everything looks still locked windows are locked don't find anybody i go back to where the manila envelope is i take a moment i pause and i look at that envelope i know what it is but i don't want to open it just when i feel like i'm have moved past new orleans now i see this envelope and i know what's about to happen to my life again
0: it's like holding your breath waiting consistently always for the other shoe to drop and this may be it
1: Uh, absolutely i think it is so i reach down pick up the envelope reach into a drawer in the kitchen pull out a butter knife open up the uh, sealed envelope pour the contents out onto kitchen table.
0: Two items clank out. One looks to be a modem of some sorts. And the other item looks to be a prepaid plastic card with your name on it.
1: Uh, uh, Did you say modem? I did. Like an old style, like AOL dial
0: up? Maybe not a dial-up in that re- in that sense, but it looks very similar to something like that.
1: It's a communications device. Yes, it is. Um, can I tell from this device? Does it have a keypad? Do I plug in my own phone to it? It has a USB terminal on the end of it. Meaning a cable, like I plug it into a computer or something. That's correct. Okay. So, I take that card, I'll take the the modem device or communications device I go to my laptop that's in my office. I go upstairs to my office, boot my laptop, put in my decryption keys to get connected and I plug the communications device into my laptop and I I wait for a moment.
0: And it only takes a moment. You see that Your video and audio drives immediately allow permission for this thing to operate. And then you see a familiar face appear in a window on your screen. Hello,
2: Salt. Heisenberg.
1: Yes. What the hell happened to Ramirez? I see you've seen the paper this morning. Uh, By chance I did. I wasn't looking for it. I don't believe for a moment that he killed himself.
0: I don't believe for a moment it was by chance that you saw the paper.
1: What do you need from me?
0: Before I tell you what I need from you, I need to know, do you feel fit for duty?
1: Absolutely, I'm fit for duty.
0: Well, if you're good, then so am I. As far as Ramirez is concerned, his body has been confirmed to be deceased. I'm looking into it on my end. I would advise you not to look into it on your end. But I didn't call you about Ramirez. In fact, I called you because I have a seat for you at the opera. I'm going to need you to get on a plane to Sky Ranch Airport just outside of Knoxville. Something big has gone down and although this connection is secure, I don't feel comfortable about discussing it.
1: Anything else I need to know?
0: Two things. When you arrive, you'll be paired up with a few other assets. You can trust them. And number two, you're going to be reporting to Special Agent James Derringer at the FBI office in Knoxville, Tennessee. I've known him for years. You can trust Derringer.
1: Do I need to be a little more cautious of my movements as I leave Texas, headed to the airport and to Knoxville?
0: I think you'll be fine. I think things will go unobstructed for you.
1: Anything that I need to bring with me besides myself?
0: Bring what you can get on the plane. Use your credentials if you need to. Other than that, as always, you'll be required to procure any additional implements that you may need on site. Insult. Watch your back out there. Always do. The screen blinks and then goes dark and you see everything begin to shut down that was associated with that communication device.
1: Right, so I'll, I'll remove it from the laptop at this point.
0: It's very warm to the touch.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna destroy this this communications device. So I'm gonna go down into my garage into where I've got some tools, and I'm gonna smash the hell out of it with a hammer. Make sure there's no trace of any of this communication or this device going to break it into many small pieces and distribute it amongst uh, several different trash barrels, cans, and my property.
0: After you clean up this communications device, you go to your room. You begin putting together your flight bag. You don't even get out of your clothes. You just lay on the bed. Weapon in each hand. And as you turn out the light, You can't help but wonder what he mentioned as far as Ramirez, not to look into it, and just who these other assets may be that you'll be meeting in Knoxville. Prologue. Poliadeso. It's been four months since you and Agent Ichimaru Kimura were in the Wasatch Mountains. Upon your return home, you were confronted with Sansa just after you had deposited several relics into a keepsake sequestered underneath the house. The contents of that conversation still run through your mind as she said she had to speak with you, basically telling you in a span of about three minutes that she could no longer live like this. And whatever double life you're living has got to come to a stop. But she wanted full disclosure. And for those last three and a half, four months, you've basically been living in the spare room in the house. Taking on any extra duty that the Office of Naval Intelligence had to offer you. Anything to get your mind out of this mire of depression, wondering what you're going to do. You had chosen not to answer the phone that rang in your pocket that evening, knowing that what you were fighting for, your home, your family, your relationship with Sansa, occupied every aspect of your mind that evening. And although she is not a national citizen and has threatened several times to leave the country, you know deep down that she would never leave your three children behind seeing as how they were born in the United States. It's late. It's probably one o'clock in the morning. And it seems like clockwork every evening. The conversation plays out in your mind of when she confronted you. Just you and her all by yourself. Polly, what's going through your mind this
2: evening as you lay in your bed? I have to keep this up. I have to split my time. I've seen behind the veil. I know what's there. If there aren't men like me standing on the line, maintaining the line, pushing back against what's there, no one will do it. How do you recruit new members in? It's so hard to explain. I mean, the initial doubt as to what you're, fading, what you're facing and how it can't be spoken of. And even if you did, anybody would think that you were insane. He's got to, he's, I have to do this to protect Santa and our children. If I don't do it, I don't know if anybody else will yet. It's tearing our relationship apart and I don't know what to do about it. I need to talk to somebody else who is in the same situation and find out how they've built this, how they separate it, how they reassure the ones in their life that they are indeed a priority. But when the mission calls, when I, when I get that call, I have to answer because there isn't anyone else who will.
0: And having gone through what you went through in the Wasatch Mountains, knowing that you haven't spoken to each since that time, nor Agent Makamura, they basically went off on their own when you guys separated your ways. And you remember that each had been injured during his time on the mountain, but it didn't seem to be that bad, not bad enough to contact you and there had been several times that you've wanted to reach out to him and your hand had always just stayed steady finger poised over the send button on your cell phone and still you were very reticent about contacting him why would you hold back on that
2: a call from one of the other agents may disrupt whatever family life he's got if he has any Mm -hmm. i mean Each and I have spoken of course several times and bonded with one another, but I don't know what his situation is. Seemed like he had some serious things going on. May not be the best to intrude upon his dealings with whatever he's dealing with. I was actually thinking about calling Heisenberg. If anybody would understand the issues, I think it might be him. He may have a friendly bit of advice or he may just tell me to go pound sand. I'd be thinking to talk to him without any appearance of, hey, I'm having problems reconciling this. What can you do for me? What kind of assurances can you guide me into giving my mother of my children? Maybe he has some insight. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe his advice will be just lock it down, cut all the ties, move away. Kiss your girlfriend and her, your children goodbye, knowing that your absence does more for them than anything else or maybe he's got something to say maybe he says i've faced this before i've done it my four and here's why i am where i am doing what i'm doing because i cut the ties that wouldn't be what i want to hear it's not what i want to do i'm looking for some kind of coping then i get the sense from each and makamura that neither one of them have families at least not children and that's possible
0: and when the phone rang that evening and you chose not to answer it you had no idea who may or may not be on the other end of that line and the phone hadn't rang since. And as all these thoughts go through your mind, you start questioning yourself, questioning how you're going to go forward. You feel your phone vibrate briefly. just Almost as though something had come across it rather than a call.
2: I'll check the phone.
0: You see that it's a message, not a call
2: what does the message say
0: it's a link to a story for the local newspaper
2: do i recognize the sender?
0: it's an unusual number it doesn't have a caller id on it
2: i'll click the link
0: the link opens up to a story It's very brief and it talks about the local newspaper having lost one of its freelance reporters who went by the pen name Romeo Ramirez, how he was found, deceased, in his vehicle under a thoroughfare, with an empty bottle in one hand and a 9 millimeter weapon in the other. The police have deemed it a suicide and the case has been closed.
2: I know better. That didn't sound like something Romeo would have done. He would have fought and screamed and yelled. I don't think he would have committed suicide. That makes me a little more nervous. Maybe somebody out there is tying up loose ends.
0: And as you start trying to piece this together, your phone rings in your hand.
2: I answer the phone.
0: Odesso, this is? Do you know who this is? Eisenberg you're goddamn right <laughs> I was hoping you would say that
2: <laughs> How have you been holding up it's been tough it's been very tough my uh my mother of my children we have three together she's um she's telling me she wants to leave she can't handle the fact that I'm gone and I don't talk about where I go and what I do she has suspicions, and I have not been able to allay them. That last six-month absence when we were laying low really damaged her sense of security, and I have not been able to restore it. If you've got any advice at all on how to deal with this, if you've dealt with it in the past, I would appreciate it, just hearing anything. Paulie.
0: I understand. You may not believe it. But at one time, I was married as well. Unfortunately for me, I didn't fight hard enough for my marriage or my family, but they are worth fighting for. For me, it's too late for you. It's not, but you've got to understand that as much as you want to make her understand, there are certain things that we keep our loved ones in the dark about because their sanity would not withstand the truth. Have you ever wondered why you and each and coldwell have been picked to do the things that we ask you to do
2: you do remember you telling me that we were subjected to a whole list of tests and other observations that we didn't even know we were taking or undergoing and that we were carefully selected i, I do remember you mentioning something like that
0: and think about how few individuals you know that actually work for the agency you've only came into contact with a few of them now imagine how many we've weeded out that wouldn't make the cut these are the people that we keep the lights on for when we go dark all I can say is your family's worth the love that you shower them with but they're also worth the shield that you hold high in front of them and I know that this may be coming at a bad time but I'm afraid I'm going to need to pull you in on another mission I'm ready I was hoping you'd say that check your mailbox before you go to bed you're going to find a prepaid card in there with an airplane ticket To Sky Ranch Airport. It's just outside of Knoxville. I'm going to need you there first thing in the morning. When you get there, you're going to be hooking up with a few other assets. Some of them you know. Some you may not. But I trust them. And you should as well. When you get there, I want you to head to the FBI office in Knoxville and report to Special Agent in Charge James Derringer is an old buddy of mine and something's just crossed his desk. I need your eyes on it again. Got I'm it. sorry. It's got to come so short, but we'll do everything on our end to make sure that things go smoothly at home.
2: Got it. Did you happen to hear what happened to, uh, Romeo? Polly. I'm the one who sent you the link I figured how much of that is surface bullshit how much of it's real
0: you're pretty good at reading into things I'm sure you can make the proper assumptions but I would ask that you don't look into it I'm looking into it on my end but I don't need to lose anybody else if this is gone sideways and somebody's trying to clean up loose ends I want to try to get a grasp on it before it gets out of control. At least give you a heads up.
2: Could I be extra careful?
0: No, don't let on that you know anything. Just uh, keep your head on a swivel. Got it. And don't tell anybody where you're going. Not a problem. Be well, Polly. Say hi to the other agents when you see them.
2: Will do. Thanks, Heisenberg. Have a good evening. You too
0: the line goes dead and for the first time you can actually hear the crickets outside of your window it's almost like a, a the trepidation of waiting with your bated breath is finally alleviated and you you start taking in full lungs of air you start feeling more alive than you have in the last four months and it kind of leads you to think this is really what drives you this is what you're meant for could you say goodbye to this at the expense of your family or could you say goodbye to your family at the expense of
2: this i'm not going to say goodbye to either in fact i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to propose to santa marry her bring her in fully and legally in case i don't come back she gets everything that i have legitimize our children and just tell her that I do a lot of secret stuff for the government, things I can't talk to her about, can't let her know about, things that if she did know her, her safety would be compromised, the children's safety would be compromised. And I think that will that will sway her, that was Sasha. There'll be permanence in our relationship with stability that even if I don't come back, she will be taken care of. I think that may be the solution. I really hope it is.
0: Or it's possible she could resent you for having brought her into that to begin with.
2: Yeah, absolutely. She could tell me the stuff that she's leaving. And then I'll never see my kids again until I get Alter forces of Delta green involved to have them make sure my children don't leave the country.
0: And all these thoughts go through your mind as your lids slowly close prologue. Ichimaru Kimura. It's nighttime late. The cold, damp air from the San Francisco Bay buffets your face, but you don't really notice it, nor do you notice it as it presses against your shirtless torso, making your tattoos glisten with an unholy animation. You try to ignore the foul taste of copper in your mouth. It seems a fair trade for making the headaches stop, if even for a while. But you know you can't fool yourself. As you continue walking down the wharf on your way to your loft, you hear a bottle hit the concrete and roll out from behind one of the larger warehouses, and one of the homeless begins to curse. Resisting the urge, you quicken your step. Within minutes, you enter the freight elevator that takes you up to your loft overlooking the bay. A sigh of relief escapes your lips, and then you hear from one of the darkened corners next to the window, Say hi to the other agents when you see them. Have a good evening. The man closes his phone. As Heisenberg steps out of the shadows, his features look pale in the moonlight.
3: Hello each. How have you been holding up? Better than most. And as well as can be expected.
0: As he puts his phone in his pocket. I'd like for you to make an alertness check. Okay. It's 33
3: out of 53.
0: You see that his right hand is kind of behind his back. Almost hidden. I've been hearing some rumors. Seems the wildlife and stray animal population has decreased considerably of late. I also heard that the homeless have begun to relocate out of this area. Crazy, huh? Maybe the homeless took the pets with them. Yeah, that's not really what I'm hearing, though. And it's not the connection I'm making. You know, I notice that there's a part of your torso that lacks any of this subtle art that normally dominates your epidermis. You want to tell
3: me what happened? I think I've grown out of that phase, you know? Tattoos are so cliché nowadays. Something's
0: come up. In a matter of speaking, I'm getting the band back together. And I need to know if you're fit for duty.
3: As fit as I ever am.
0: Something's gone down in Knoxville. And I'm gonna need you to get on a plane to the Sky Ranch Airport just outside of Knoxville.
3: It's a shame it's not Nashville. Music City Row, I could do with a little uh, happy country music about right now.
0: Well, you could take in all the sights and sounds when you're on the ground there. As it is when you land, you'll be pairing up with some old assets and new assets. People you know that you can trust You're to report to the FBI office in Knoxville and check in with Special Agent in Charge, James Derringer. He's an old acquaintance of mine, and I trust him. he will fill you in with what needs to be done. As Heisenberg walks by you towards the freight elevator, he stops and half-turns and says, You know, each, on a personal note, I'm a little concerned where your mind might be right now i know a lot of shit went down in the wasatch mountains and i still don't think march technologies fully has their finger out of what's going on
3: i'm sure they don't but i assure you that my mind is as clear if not even more so than it ever was i'm feeling more focused now than i've been in decades
0: You know, part of my concern is a man who has a family, but doesn't check in with them can leave a man hollow. And I know that you've set things up to keep your family afloat without them knowing your condition.
3: Have you ever thought about confiding in them? At this point, I believe it's better for them to think that I am gone and I appreciate you helping me out with them when we were on the run and now afterwards. This world that we confront is not going away, and by them being closer to me, it puts them closer at harm. I would rather my son, Kage, be able to grow up and enjoy life while this world still exists. Well,
0: I know I miss my children, and unfortunately for me, they... They paid a price for what I did back in the day. And I would hate to see either you or Odessa go through that. By the way, I don't know if you're up to speed on current news stories, but I just came across one earlier this morning about a freelance reporter for a local newspaper in New York who goes by the pen name, Romeo Ramirez. He was found dead under a thoroughfare with an empty bottle in one hand and his 9mm in the other. They're ruling
3: it a suicide and they're closing the case. I could see that potentially happening, but with a man like Ramirez, it could also be something a little bit farther from a simple suicide wrapped up in a nice little boat.
0: Yeah, he did have a a bit of a wild streak, but I don't think it ever pushed him that far. If
3: anything, it would have pushed him off the board. I believe it's... His death is attributed to what he knew, as opposed to what he couldn't personally deal with.
0: And as I advised other agents in the past, that uh, if we're not on mission, and we become compromised, then we become the mission. But uh, I just felt... That maybe you would want to know that information because uh i know that the three of you were up there at the forest rangers station and seen a lot of shit. so
3: he helped us survive so i did not know him well but i will miss him and hopefully his soul is quieted now and no longer either combating personal demons or the ones that we know that are out there
0: yes well I have something here for you and he pulls his right hand out from behind his back and it's an envelope I will accept it inside here is a airplane ticket and a prepaid card it's got some money on it use it for your expenses and when you get off mission Destroy the card, please. Absolutely. Get in touch with me if you uh, have any problems on your end of the ground when you touch down. And I'll be in
3: touch. Do I have a phone to do that, Handler? I'm sure that uh Adesso still
0: has the phone. Knowing him, I'm sure he does. He goes into the freight elevator closes the clamshell doors and descends down, leaving you alone in your loft right now with your thoughts, still with this bitter taste,
3: this metallic taste in your mouth. I spit, but I don't believe that that will actually help clear the taste. Mm. You
0: deliberately begin to walk towards the same window Heisenberg had stood at moments earlier and just stare up at the moon as you watch the clouds pass in front of its face and just watch the night tick down. Prologue. Agent James Coldwell. It's been a year since your excursion on the Alaskan Sea. During that time, You've done your best to fill every waking moment in an attempt to keep from remembering. Recently, you've been working a joint agency case with the FBI. Your agency, the U.S. Marshals, had a CI that gave good intel which led you to a human trafficking and money laundering rink down in New Mexico. The task force was successful in closing the major operations and capturing some top lieutenants in the organization. And although it felt good to have the missing persons returned home to their loved ones, for you, it was something deeper. You needed the win. And it was far enough away from Ground Zero, the location where the aqua fortune sank, that your mind stayed on task and you didn't drift to the gray thing you left behind. Back in your office as you began clearing the pinned photos from the pegboard, Your cell begins to vibrate in your pocket. Hello? Coldwell, how have you been? Been doing better. You know who this is, right? Of course. Well, I hear congratulations are in order. You just closed a major crimes case. Uh,
2: Thank you. It
0: was a team effort. Yeah. Teams are important, especially when it comes to achieving. I've been watching your progress over the past year, and I see you've been struggling. I also see that you've refused any medical therapy your seniors have suggested. Ah, who needs shrinks? Have you been hitting the bottle? No. Because I know a particular individual who won't be hitting the bottle any longer. Your old partner, Ramirez. They found him under a thoroughfare, with an empty bottle in one hand and a nine in the other. They're calling it suicide and closing the case. Mm, They're calling it suicide. You might suggest differently. Well, let's just say uh, if we don't work a mission, we end up becoming a mission. I don't want you reading too much into this, and I certainly don't want you looking into it. But I do have other things I need to know first i got to ask, do you feel like you're fit for service? I feel like I'm fit for service. Because I'm talking about the kind of service we provide. I figured. If you're good, I'm good.
3: Here's the deal.
0: When you leave your office, take your overnight duffel and get on a plane to Sky Ranch Airport just outside of Knoxville. You'll be buddying up with some old friends as well as a new asset try to put a smile on. You know you need this. Hmm. At least you picked a ranch this time. Don't be fooled by the airport. Your other co-patriots know that you're going to be liaisoning with Special Agent in Charge James Derringer out of the FBI office in Knoxville, Tennessee. I trust James, and I think you should as well. He'll fill you in on what you need to have done while you're out there. If anything seems like it crosses a line, give me a call. Looking forward to it already. You have any questions for me? Who's picking me up at the airport? Or am I meeting everyone at the ranch? You'll meet everyone at Sky Ranch airport. You guys will procure a car from the rental facility and drive it straight in. When you get home, You'll find you'll have a prepaid card in your mailbox. Use that to purchase your airline ticket and for any other expenditures you have while you're out there. When you're done, destroy the card. Will you also be providing us with uh, equipment that might be required on this? I'm sorry to say, but no. If your credentials can't get you on a flight with your weapons, you'll have to worry about it on the other end. Copy that. Like I said... Talk to special agent in charge, Derringer, and see if he can allocate you any weapons or anything like that. Something that you feel like you may need. Got it. Call me if you need to. And the line goes dead. You find yourself pulling the pins out of the photos much quicker off the pegboard. And without any organization, you just open up a drawer and throw them all in there. Slamming the drawer... As you begin to briskly walk from the building, you hear almost murmurs. Although, if you were more in your right frame of mind, you could probably tell that they were very coherent, saying good night to you. You know, hey, good night, Coldwell. Good get, man. Good get, brother. You know, way to go, agent. And you just hear this. You're so focused in on just getting back to your home at that point, and it's you feel this elation and it's it's confusing because you're trying so hard for the past year to put this out of your mind and yet the moment it returns into your life it seems as though all you want is to go back to it as you walk out towards your car you see the Sun starting to go down you take a deep breath of this dry arid air about you get in the car Start it up and just roll all your windows down and turn the AC off and just start driving just Letting this uncomfortable heat Try and warm up this chill that you have inside your chest Prologue Heisenberg of H cell It's been less than 24 hours since the news that one of my agents was found dead of an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. The local police have been instructed to call it a suicide. But I've seen the medical examiner's report. I've got to say, even if I polished off an entire bottle of hooch, I don't think it would take me pumping two rounds into my skull to off myself. And yet that's what the M.E. is saying happened, that he took two nines to the dome in an effort to be certain. I'll tell you what I'm certain of. I'm certain someone was gunning for him, and maybe it's the skeptic in me, but I have to wonder if someone is gunning for us all, or at least anyone caught in the loop with what went down in the Wasatch Mountains, New Orleans, or on the Aqua Fortune because those were the only three missions he had been pulled into. That being said, the remaining targets in the hitbox could either be Adesso and Ichimaru, Coldwell, or Salt. (laughs) And of course, me. But I have to wonder if March Technologies is calling the shots here, or are they just the trigger? I have a meeting with (laughs) in the next 24 hours. He's the honcho for E-Cell. Without tipping my hand, I'm going to try and pump him for info. See if he knows what's what. As an employee for the NSA, he would be the best person to get this kind of info from. I just hope I'm not tipping my hand too far. I hate for them to know the cards I hold. As it is, I've asked the other agents to not pursue any inquiries regarding the suicide. To not let on that they suspect or even know anything. I figure that if they act like they're in the dark, it might just be enough to keep them out of the crosshairs until I can find out more information. Damn, I didn't pick this latest assignment for my team and for all of them to be together in one place at the same time. I don't like this, any of this. It would be too easy for someone to clear the board of all liabilities. I can't wait. I'm not going to be able to wait. I'm going to head over to office and see if he was able to pull anything down from the NSA mainframe. I got to get ahead of this. I got to protect my agents. I got to protect my guys. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Heart 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review. We have also have a YouTube channel at Roll the Heart 20, so if you're into watching, head on over and hit that subscribe bell. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So don't forget to look for us there and check us out. You can also contact the show directly at rollthehard 20 podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at rollthehard 20 podcastcom where you can download the current show directly, pick and choose past shows from our archives, or view our galleries. We've got a lot of stuff posted there, so check us out. And finally... Join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com rollthehard roll 20 podcast, where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice
3: warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.